All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, how we doing? How we live? Another episode of Talking Football with Austin and Justin Treese here. Going to go ahead and do the old predictions for week seven. You want to win some money? Listen to Treese, not so much me. Didn't do too hot last week. If I'm correct on the record, I'm all eight and eight. I think Treese went 13 and three. Is that right? Uh, that was two was weeks Was that the week ago. before? Yeah, two weeks ago? Week okay. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we both well, last week wasn't much better. Eight. So, no, we both went eight and six last week, I think. Yeah. Well, looking at the old uh, rundown here, you're up by quite a margin in, turn of, in terms of winning on the old spread. In terms of the player prop bets, we're, we're the exact same. Those are just hit and miss as we get it. But in terms of who's going to win each game, Therese is uh, pretty damn good at picking some winners. Probably why he's winning some money doing it as well. Um, before we get into anything else, though, Treese, do you have a Treese of you for us today? Dude, I need to get back into it. Um, it you know, I got really into like diving into those weird ass stats, but um, I don't have any right now. But as you remind me, I'm going to start getting into it again. No worries. Don't even don't even fret about it. Last episode, though, it was you and Mr. Dan Kiefer. Phenomenal episode in terms of the bets. I liked it. It was a good list. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we had the double. We had the double pod. So I did the solo where we went through just our normal picks that we're going to be doing this week, and then yeah, thank you. Keefer by the way, appreciate that. you. Yep, no problem. Yeah, me and Kiefer did it last week. I think we're going to do it again next week. We were going to do it this week, but um, I've been at a company retreat and actually just got back this afternoon, so I haven't been back for very long. So, um, so I was just like, dude, I don't got time to do two. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So next week we'll be back at it. Hell yeah. I love to hear it. How was the retreat though? Did you enjoy it? Did you have a good time? I did have a good time. Um, yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of hard work, just like we're doing a lot of changes in my company. So that was fun. And then like we did some cool activities. Uh, one night we went out, um, shooting shotguns and fly fishing. Um, and turns out I'm pretty damn good at fly fishing. So Look at you, yeah, new hobby for me now. Um, so gonna just another yet expensive hobby. So you know why the fuck not, right? So you're gonna become a fly fisherman, huh? Yeah, it was a lot of fun, dude. It was a good time. Is it fun? I couldn't. Yeah, it was. Way fun. I I've always thought saw it and be like, yeah, oh, that's interesting. But I didn't know if it's something I would thoroughly enjoy or like would like to do. Just standing there constantly casting and like just throwing it back yeah. and forth. Yeah, like I like I'm not a big fisherman because I always I'm like that's boring. But like. Fly fishing, you're always moving and always just trying to do something. And like when you're, you know, doing the fly over and over, like you're, it's like throw almost, it's almost like throwing like a baseball. You're just trying to get it into a certain spot every single time. So, I mean, watching you throw a football into a garbage can, you might not be very fucking good at fly fishing, but hey, you might like it. Hey, you know, I just, I really screwed myself in that situation because I didn't warm up at all. I was just like, I'm going to go ahead and throw this. I'm sure fly fishing, you know, a- after a while, you kind of get your room down and you get to get your whole flick back and forward. I'm assuming that's how it goes. In terms of the football, my arms just, it's been a minute since I got the old cannon loose to just let the puppy fly. But I definitely need to try it again. That's for sure. Cause I'm better than that. I really am. Yeah. No doubt in my mind, you're better than that. For yeah. Sure. Whatever. I love the, I love the hype there though, but I'll tell you what a team that is better than what they're going to be tonight is the Cleveland Browns ton of injuries. Browns versus Broncos. Broncos are traveling to Cleveland this Thursday evening. Um, so you guys listen on Friday again. Thank you for listening. 
Uh, but we're going to be a day behind on the Cleveland favored by one and a half. Mayfield's not playing. Nick Chubb's not playing. Kareem Hunt's not playing. The starting tackles are not playing. There's just a slew of injuries. Odell Beckham Jr. is questionable. Case Keenum's going to be starting the quarterback. They just activated Javaris injury. When I am going to pick Cleveland one half, mainly just because I think their defense is going to be able to wreak havoc on this Broncos offense. And their quarterback is just just gonna be so whether it is Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, I'm gonna have to go with Cleveland, even with the slew of injuries on the opposite side of the ball. Their defense seems fine, will be fine for me to take the bear just by one and a half. That's interesting. I mean, I totally agree. You know, all the injuries is gonna be interesting to see how that all plays out. It's interesting that you took the Browns still, um, at one and a half points with all those injuries. I thought for sure you were gonna take the Broncos in that situation. Um, I will say one of these teams, this is, I mean, this is the biggest game of the season for these teams because one of these teams are going to three and four. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you can get out of this. If you're the Browns, like you got the, obviously the Ravens who are the one seed in the AFC. And then you got the Bengals who are right there. Those two play each other this weekend. And then if you are, <coughs> excuse me, the Broncos, you go three and four. I mean, you got the Raiders that are, have a chance to go five and two. You have, the Chiefs the same, and then you got freaking the Chargers. I mean, like yep. neither of these teams can afford to go three and four. Um, I also thought, I mean, I thought I was going to sneak this one by you by taking the Cleveland Browns, but you <laughs> took them. I'm, I'm also going to take Cleveland to win this game. I, I do think it's a close game. I think Vegas has this very smart at a point and a half. Um, Landry coming back is going to be a big thing. Um the big news for me is not even this week. It's next week is probably when Jerry Judy comes back. So the Broncos, if they can pull out this win, I think their offense just takes off. Um, I think it's – I'm hoping – I'm truly hoping this is where the Javante Williams breakout game. Like, the dude deserves it. Like, the amount of, yep. like, elusiveness he's had. I think he's the third most elusive back in the NFL right now. Um, yep. He just needs more carries. So, um, anyways, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns as well there. Uh, moving on to the next game, we have Washington football team at the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers are seven and a half point favorites. Um, new updated news here: uh, Washington football's team's defense still sucks, um, still really, really bad. And I think that the Packers are going to dominate this game. Um, seven and a half is is quite a bit, but Washington is getting a little bit more banged up. Um, each and every week, it feels like. So give me Green Bay. I think that they really still want that one of those, you know, top seeds in the NFC. Um, you have to win these type of games if you're going to want that. So give me Aaron Rodgers. Give me Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. Um, honestly, that's a pretty good stack in DFS as well. Um, but yeah, give me the Packers. Yep. And I mean, I'm right there with you in terms of this game, even being favored by seven and a half. It's quite a margin, but this is a complete team here in the Green Bay Packers. And they just added more. You know, they they added uh, Jalen Smith. They added Whitney Merciless. So, like, you like to see those additions. I don't know how much of an impact it's going to be here whatsoever from this season, but it's just the fact that they're willing to just add depth to this defense at spots that need help. And they already have a really good pass rush. And so now you just throw in a Merciless. It's like, phew. Well, okay, at some point, that's going to pay off. That's just part of it. Next game, though, the Kansas City Chiefs 
at Tennessee to play to face the Titans. The Chiefs are favored by five and a half. I will be at this game. Very excited to see that atmosphere to be in Nashville to tailgate for this game and kind of see what it's like uh, to be around Titans fans in their home, in their home city. You know what I mean? The home stadium. It's going to be awesome to see this. And they get to see Derek Henry in person. That's going to be incredible because he is a massive human being on TV. Can't wait to see it in person as well. But with this being five and a half, five and a half to Kansas City, I am actually going to take it for the Chiefs. I am worried about their run defense. Can they slow them down? Chris Jones will be playing this week. He is moving inside. So hopefully that's an impact. That's a difference. He can kind of return to that dominant force that we're used to seeing him be from the inside uh, or the interior, I should say, along the defensive line. Again, they're going to have to tackle Kansas City's secondary. The linebacks are going to have to get to the ball. They're going to have to keep a hold of Derrick Henry. That's a hard thing. I just don't want anyone getting stiff-armed into oblivion and made a meme of because I'm going to have to see it for the rest of my days. But this offense, I think, is what's the difference in this game for Kansas City because they finally got things clicking last week, and they were able to see this is what we can be when we're not turning the football over. And that's a good thing. Hopefully, this is the week they continue to build off of it, and they keep moving forward instead of taking a couple steps back. But right now, I am taking Kansas City. I just don't see how you can take Kansas City. I I honestly don't. Like, at five and a half, like, how bad their defense has been and what the Titans' offense can do, just literally just making it so Patrick Mahomes is on the sideline for 75% of this game. Like, like I'm, I get it, you're a fan there, but I'm just trying to understand, like, where, like, how you're thinking that they're going to be able to stop them. I know that you you brought up Chris Jones moving inside, but yeah, I don't think, I mean, it, I I don't think... think it matters. Like, honestly, like, they're going to, like, one, I think Derrick Henry runs over anybody. I don't think it really matters, but two, like, yeah. he, he'll just bounce it outside and, he has the last couple of weeks. Like, yeah. Um, I would, uh, if I was the Kansas City Chiefs fan, um, I would be very, very concerned that the Titans are going to be able to just control the ball, control the clock, and like legit, Mahomes only has an opportunity to throw like twenty-five times this game because he's just not on the field enough. Yeah. I mean, and that makes sense. That's a very fair point. But my thing, too, with this defense, everyone looks and says, man, it's just absolutely awful. Have they been good this year? No. But have they put have they been put in several tough situations? Absolutely. I mean, with the amount of turnovers from this offense, like the other like opposing defense or opposing offense, excuse me, are getting the ball in tremendous field position. Like they're not having to march all the way down the field because the Chiefs are turning it over or they're able to score off of it defensively. And so then the offense goes back up and it just it, it's been one of those deals where the defense is never in a favorable spot. And I get it. It's the defense is part of it. They're not very good as it is. But being in those situations doesn't make it any better. But they have also in saying all of that. There have been moments where they've stepped up and done their job and the offense didn't make up for it. And so that's kind of what I was meaning a little bit earlier when I said, hey, the offense was able to get things clicking the second half of that Washington game, maybe they can continue to build off of it, and that gives the defense a break and allows them to kind of be in sync more as well instead of figuring things out on the sideline. Oh, my God, there's a turnover, and then you have to play hero ball. This defense isn't built to play to be hero ball. They're there to just handle business. They're going to bend. They're going to break a little bit. They're not going to break all the way, but like that's just the way this, this defense has been the same this year as it has been the last couple of years with the Super Bowl runs. It's just so, they, they, they struggle to stop the run. They get some surprise turnovers, and then they can shoot themselves in the foot with stupid penalties when they do get like an interception. It's been the same thing, but the offense has been the one that's 
been really holding this team back, and they're aware of that as well. So opposite side here, I disagree with actually things you say, and I think it's I think it's the fan hat a little bit. So one, this defense is not what it's used to been. So given not counting last week, because I haven't done the math since because I've been gone, but before last week's game, I think I even said this on the podcast. Um, they were averaging giving up 7.1 yards per play. The best offense in NFL history averaged seven yards per play. So their defense was giving up more than the best offense in NFL history per play, not per game, per play. So like that shows that it's not the same. Like it clearly is much, much worse. Um, it is very much a bend and break and give away everything defense. Like it really is. Um, and then the offense, you, you brought up the offense stepping up last week. Again, Washington's defense is really bad. Everybody just thinks it's good because of the first rounders on the defensive line, but it's actually really bad. But you still give credit where credit's due. You know, you put up points, you put up points, right? So that's great. Patrick Mahomes, still the best quarterback in the NFL. Got to see it. But my worry would be in this game specifically is Tennessee holds the clock, holds the ball. Mahomes doesn't get on the field very often. When he does get on the field, he presses. And then he does, like you said, they've been turning it over. Does he turn it over another time or two? Because now he's forced to try to score points because he's like, I don't know how many more opportunities I'm going to get the ball because this because this other offense is going to be on the field for another 12, 13 play drive as soon as I get give the ball back. That would be my concern. That would be my concern. This one's going to be very interesting. We talked about this game a ton during the offseason. Like this was going to be a big game. I'm super excited for it. I will also say this. Every single time on this podcast when I question the Chiefs, they fucking go off. Like they go nuts. And then I like sit there and I'm like, that's why I don't say shit like this. That's why I don't. And then I don't for three or four weeks and they look like shit for three or four weeks sometimes. And then I'm just like, well, okay, I'm going to say it again. And then they go off. So Chiefs Kingdom, you're welcome. You guys are going to win by 25 now. But I'm still Fingers taking crossed. I'm still taking the t- for the record, I'm still taking the Titans to cover. I still think Kansas City wins this game. I just think five and a half is too much. Yeah, and that's totally fair. They've been awful against the spread, I mean, for a while now, honestly. But next up, the Atlanta Falcons making the trip to Miami to face the Dolphins, where Atlanta is actually favored by two and a half in this game. And I'm going to take Atlanta. It's just tough to look at Miami right now and go, yeah, we're excited about this. I mean, shoot, there's trade rumors right now heating up with you and Deshaun Watson. If you do make that trade, then what do you do with Tua? Who wants Tua right now? What are you going to even be able to get back in terms of that trade? So looking at this right now, I think everything just sides to Atlanta because right now in Miami, it's all just noise and distractions. That's what this entire team and organization is filled with right now, and it's not looking good, and I don't know when it's going to get – excuse me, I don't know when it's going to get better, especially when you lost last week to Jacksonville, no offense, Trees, in London. Like, it's just – that's a tough look. You had an opportunity to win that game, and you couldn't take care of business. Atlanta, you're coming off a win – you're on the bye. Maybe just come in here. I, I Actually, I don't remember if they're off a win or a loss. But anyways, they're coming off of a bye either way. They got rest. They're time to prepare. And it's just a bad situation for the Dolphins. They're coming off of a win against the Jets okay, in London. That's what I thought. In London. Yeah. So I'm taking Atlanta strictly because the, somehow the Dolphins don't get a bye coming off of the London game. That is a <laughs> lot of travel to not have a bye. Like, that sucks. No joke. 
Um, like given, yeah, the dolphins also look like complete shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you have a team coming off of a bye. They get Calvin Ridley back. Cordell Patterson's looked like a stud. Um, Pitts is figuring it out. Defense finds a way to get pressure and figures out a way to get stops. Dolphins, I mean, it's what it is, man. Like they had, like you said, they had their chance, man, against the Jags. Like they had a fourth down in inches. All you had to do was get a couple inches, and the Jags stuffed them. And then yeah. Jags went down and scored and got the win. Um, this Dolphins team is much, much better than what they're playing. I hate, I hate, I hate saying that because, I'm, like at this point, you kind of are what your record is. But I feel like this team yeah. is much better than like what they're showing. But I mean, they're playing really bad, and they're coming off of a long trip. Atlanta off of a bye, like, yeah, give me the Falcons as well in this game. Look at us just agreeing here. Back to doing that. That's nice. But next up, the New York Jets facing the New England Patriots. Patriots are favored by seven at home. And we got a cough, sneeze. What do we got? There? Had to get a cough. It was kind of like a, a snoff. It was like a sneeze cough. It really <laughs> threw me for a loop. That kind of hurt. Not going to lie. But the Patriots favored by seven. I'm going to take it. I feel like they got things clicking last week against Dallas. They almost picked up a win. But his defense all on the same page, which you like to see. And I think this is the week everything opens up for Mac Jones. I think the coaches are going to put a lot more trust in him, a lot more of like, what can you do? And they're going to be able to see that come to fruition against the Jets. They're going to see him have success. They're going to be able to build off of it even more than what they did last week against Dallas, which is great. You love to see that if you're a New England Patriots fan. You love to see that if you're Mac Jones. Because this team's getting close. I mean, they're building. They're, they're getting better every week, which is what you want to see, even if you have those close losses like you did to Tampa Bay and to Dallas. Go in here. Take care of business. Don't play down to the level of the New York Jets. Don't even worry about them. Just kick their ass and move on to the next week. This one's tough. I, I kind of like the Jets um, coming off of a bye here. Um, obviously, Patriots are just so successful against the Jets and it's the goddamn Jets. Um, New England looked pretty dang good against Dallas last week. I know they lost that game, but overall still looked good. You know, I'm going to just trust the history here and I'm going to take seven points is just so much. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take the New York Jets. Seven points is too much. Give me the Jets. You got Zach Wilson coming off of a bye. He gets time to prepare. Um, Solly, I have faith that he's going to come up with some sort of game plan to put pressure on a rookie quarterback. I still think New England wins the game, but I will take the Jets to cover the seven points. You crazy son of a gun. <laughs> but you're probably going to win that, honestly, because that's how things just work out for you. You're so freaking lucky with this. Next up, though, the Panthers and the Giants talk about bad luck. Um the opposite of luck, actually, with what I just mentioned with Trees here, but just nothing working out for these teams. Sam Donald's not been looking good. The Giants are injured. Is uh, Saquon Barkley playing this week? I know he's questionable right now, but Carolina is favored by three on the road to New York. It's hard not to take the Panthers right now because when I look at the Giants, I don't know what to believe in. So, Trees, if you have something, please let me know. <laughs> I mean, the Giants look. They just look lost, man. They need they need to blow it up. Like if there's a team that needs Seriously. to blow it up, it's it's the it's the Giants right now. And honestly, though, the Panthers have looked like shit since the hot start. Um, yep. the, the moment they traded for C.J. Henderson, they haven't won. Um, so just saying, 
They trade, they trade for C.J. Henderson. They don't win. All of a sudden, the Jags are, you know, losing on last-second field goals and winning games. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe it was C.J. Henderson's fault. Bad luck charm right there. Yeah. Um, also, sorry, side tangent, because, I mean, again, this is our podcast. We'll talk about what we want. Um, exactly. There's this Reddit film of the Jags win, and it's got – the Titanic music to it um, as on the last second field goal. And it, I'll send it to you. It's perfect. It literally is, it? is like, yeah, it's like the greatest thing on the internet right now. It's so funny. <laughs> um, so anyways, um, back to this side thing. Um, just give me the Panthers. Um, that's, I mean, it's plain and simple. I just can't trust the giants at this point. They're also super banged up. They do have Shepard back, but They've lost Tony now and Galladay's hurt. Saquon still out. Like it just seems like a mess. So give me Carolina. Yep. And I mean, I'm right there with you in terms of that pig in Carolina uh, next game. This is one that means a lot to the Cincinnati Bengals here because this is your opportunity to show everyone. Yeah. We're the real freaking deal. We ain't messing around. Okay. Cincinnati making the trip to Baltimore. Baltimore's favored by six and a half. I'm going to take the Bengals to cover. I think the Ravens win. I think the Bengals cover, and I will be rooting for the Bengals to win, even though I think they lose. So if I'm going like in terms of this, what I really think is going to happen is Baltimore, but I want I want to be wrong on this one. This is what I want to be wrong on. Yeah. Uh, six and a half is a lot. It's hard to do it, but also justifiable after watching what the Ravens just did to the Chargers last week. Um. Honestly, I think the Ravens understand how big of a game this is. I don't think they're going to, like, take this game lightly. I think they understand, like, shit, we lose this game. Cincinnati's now first in the division. Um, yeah, again. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to take the ba- – or the Bengals. I'm going to take the Ravens, and I think that they, they're ready for it. And I think – honestly, I can't even, like, describe how I think this game is going to go. Like, I – want to say that it's actually much more of a passing game for the Ravens again, um, kind of like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Like I could see Bateman, the first runner who came back last week, who actually looked really, really good. I could see him with a good game. I could see Brown and, and Andrews coming with a good game. By the way, I am smashing you in that bet, by the way, right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I looked at it before we hopped on. I was kind of hoping it could just stay over there to the side and be ignored, but it's yeah, it, yeah, it is whatever. Um, but I don't know what they're going to do with the running game because I don't think that Latavius Murray is going to play. So it might be a Freeman game. Um, do they finally get Williams back involved? Maybe. Does Le'Veon Bell all of a sudden become like a true thing? I know he scored a touchdown last week, but it, it wasn't anything yeah. besides that. So. I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I kind of just feel like that's going to be the thing. And I just think that the Ravens are going to find a way to get pressure on Joe Burrow is what I think. I could see this being a super high scoring game, which is like such an anti AFC North thing, but I could see this easily be like this, like 42 35 type game. Quick back and forth game all the way down to the wire. That'd be exciting. It would be like really think of it as like that Browns Ravens game last year. Yes, exactly. Right. That, I mean, that would be awesome. I just kind of wish they would flex this game into, uh, you know, like a primetime game. That would be. I think awesome. we're still we're still what three weeks away from them being able to do that. I think there's like a rule that you can't do it until like week yeah. nine, nine or ten or something like that. Well, you should really change that. Honestly, that would be nice. But next up, though, the Eagles making the trip to Vegas to face the Raiders, where the Raiders are favored by three. 
coming off a big win after the firing of John Gruden in Denver. So I do like that the Raiders were able to kind of come together as a team and say, hey, walk out the noise. Let's focus on each other and go play football and do our jobs. All right. Our cashes, our checks are still getting cashed. We're still playing a game that we grew up loving. Let's just put everything else in behind us, move forward together, and go win some football games. I think they do that again at home. And I do think as well that this new home stadium for the Raiders in Vegas is like an impact. I think it makes a difference for them. And that's going to be hard for Philly, who's still trying to figure out what they are and who they are. Coach comes out today or yesterday going, yeah, we need to give Miles Sanders the ball more. No shit, bud. We've been saying that for years, even before you got here. So that's just something the Eagles have been struggling with since they drafted him. It is what it is. I'm taking Vegas to win this football game. I don't think it's going to be anything too exciting, but either way, I'm taking the taking the Raiders to win. I also am going to take the Raiders to win this game by three. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, and I think the difference is, is the DNs for the Raiders in Crosby and Yannick are mm-hmm. going to be able to chase down Ertz when he runs. I think. I think that's the biggest difference or they're going to be able to contain him a little bit. So he can't do it as much um, yep. between them. And I still like Corey uh, Littleton. They're, they're linebacker as well. I think, I still think he's a pretty good player. Obviously does not look like what he was with the Rams, but um, I still like him as a player. So, but I do think that the Raiders are just overall a better team. So give me Vegas by three as well. Um, we're about to get into some crazy time. Crazy situations in these next couple of games. Um, lots of storylines and lots of points uh, spreads. So let's just start mm-hmm. off with this one. Lions at Rams, 15-point spread. And, yes, it is the game that it is Stafford versus the Lions. It's Goff versus the Rams, so on and so forth. This is the game like that people are going to be talking about here. 15 points is just so damn much it's so hard to take it like logic just tells you to go against it yeah i want to take it but i want to but i'm (sighs) i'm taking it i'll tell you that right now i'm taking the rams are going to destroy the lions dude the lions do not stand a chance jared goff's going to try and play hero ball he's going to have like probably two pick sixes he's going to make stupid decisions and stupid throws because he's got to want to show L.A., you messed up getting rid of me. And L.A. is like, no, we didn't. It's the best thing we've done. So, yeah. I'm going to take Detroit. I think they lose by 14. I think they lose by 14. This is this is the deal. I think the Rams are up by 28 in the fourth and bench their starters. And the Lions score, get up, down, down by three, and then they can get the ball late and score with literally like seconds left to only lose by 14. Like, just like a complete garbage win. I hate when you spread. say shit like that. I hate like, when you say shit like that. <laughs> and like, I kind of just see it. And like, I think, so I, I have Stafford in almost all of my DFS plays t- this week. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just like, they're going to, they're going to make it a point to play him and make sure when they're in the red zone and I know all season I've been again the red zone they actually run the ball more not this game I think they're 100% going to be like I don't care if we're on the one yard line put us in put us in the spread and we're going to fucking throw it because we're going to make sure that Stafford has four touchdowns (laughs) I don't think there's any way they bench him though like no matter how many points they're at like Stafford's not going to leave that football game 
I think he will. I mean, he did it. I mean, given I know it's a different team, but they did it last week too. Like they benched him at the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, but like this is the Lions, though. I know, but but McVeigh has bigger things on his mind. Mc, McVeigh has a Super Bowl on his mind. He, he, exactly, I, which is also like a hey, Jared Goff. Do you see this? See my shiny new toy? It's a little older version, still better than your punk ass. I I. I see Don't where you're coming from. Sun rises and sets. Get out of here. I see where you're coming from, but I think McVeigh is a smart enough guy that he's going to be. Like, we proved a point. We're we're up four scores. Like we proved our point. I just hate that you're probably going to be right. Next up, though, another big spread: the Houston Texans traveling to Arizona, where the Cardinals are favored by seventeen and a half. I'm betting on this one too. I think Arizona just curb stomps the hell out of these Houston Texans. It's just they're going to have nothing left going home. They just – they're done. Like, they have nothing to be excited for, except maybe the fact of, like, we finally traded Deshaun Watson. He's not here. He's yeah. our quarterback, though. Davis yeah. Mills. Parents were on the good stuff when his mom was born. When he was born, his mom was on the good stuff. I really messed that one up. But his yeah. mom was on the good stuff when he was born, named him Davis instead of David. She had a slur. Nurse couldn't pick up on it. Couldn't, couldn't realize, yeah, we want to name him David. She was like, Davis? Okay. Davis Mills. I hate that. Don't name a kid Davis. It's a stupid name. It's David. His name should be David Mills. Hmm. You're gonna have Davis and Mills. You're gonna have the, you're gonna have your, your first and last name end with S. Do you know how annoying that is? And then you're gonna let him go to Stanford with that. Your parents hate you, bro. And you stink as an NFL quarterback. Cardinals win. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have nothing against Davis Mills, except that he should be named David. I'm sure he's a great guy with that, and he's got a weirdly weirdly long neck, but that's that's another topic for another day. It's another topic. I mean, it's funny because that's actually how I feel about your name and how it's Austin, but it should be Justin. So, I mean, just switch out the A and the J. You know, I think that about you too, actually. Like, what's wrong with you, your parents can just look at the alphabet and say, yeah, we'll just stick with the first letter. Yeah, because like 14 in. Cause that's boring as fuck. Like nobody does that. So except for Actually, small, mi- except for small minded people from Idaho. Is that right? Damn. Is that right? Homeboy knows homeboy knows where I was born. Shit. shit he remembers. Shit. Um, shit. Anyways, that's tough. The- actually, I don't have a comeback for that. That was actually really good. <laughs> back <laughs> on to the topic <laughs> though. Um, <laughs> I also am taking Arizona and let's not forget. This is also revenge games. I mean, you got you got Nuke, right? You you have oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Shit. I didn't even think of that. And you have JJ Watt. You got two. You got double trouble in this game. Both teams <laughs> going up against their team. Like you know that JJ Watt wants five sacks. You know Hopkins wants multiple touchdowns. Like they're gonna be throwing it all over the place because they're gonna be wanting to get these guys stats. Like, not only are they going to be wanting to get Hopkins stats here, but they're going to want to be like, hey, we're good with getting on defense quick because we want J.J. Watt to destroy this team. So, I also am taking – Wow. I'm taking 17 and a half. I'm doing it. You are too? Let's go. Love to see it. How about this next game? 12 and a half spread for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Chicago Bears coming in to visit. I'm going to take the Bears to cover on this one. I think this is the week Justin Fields has things clicking with this offense. I know Allen Robinson's questionable. I know Darnell, excuse me. I know Darnell Mooney is questionable as well. But if they are playing, I think that's the difference. And I do like Tampa. I think they're good. 
But I wonder if this is like maybe a trap game for Tom Brady where he's not necessarily overlooking the Bears because was it last year where he had the the mishap on fourth down that was against Chicago? It was. Yep. So maybe that's it in the back of his mind of like, eh, let's not do that again and let's kind of get some revenge here. But I also think it's the fact of Chicago kind of stinks right now and we're good and that defense didn't look very good last week for Chicago. So I wonder if he tries to get a little risky with it, you know, risk it for the biscuit and ends up having a couple turnovers. And that's how the Bears win this football game. But with it being 12 and a half and a Bears offense, maybe getting things going. That's why I'm taking them to cover the spread, at least. Uh, fair point. Very fair points. Uh, I'm just taking Tampa Bay because they're just fucking good. And I just don't think the Bears are. I just don't think they are. I, like one of the most shocking things for me is that the Bears are three and three. Like, to me, that's shocking. Yeah. Like, I was amazed by that stat. Um, so, but give me Tampa Bay. I think they're going to be able to pull this one out. Um, even though it's 12 and a half, which makes me sick, actually. But whatever. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go over to the Colts and the Niners on Sunday night. We have the Niners four-point favorites and um, at home coming off of the bye. Uh, Colts just lost Julian Blackman, former Ute. Horrible, horrible. Uh, lost him to an uh, Achilles injury during practice, which sucks. One of the best young safeties in the NFL. Um, and honestly, it seems like the Niners are getting healthy. Um, I think Jimmy G's going to start. <laughs> like, I think. Um, I don't know. It sounds like it's that. I mean, it sounds like Lance is still struggling with the, with his injury. So, um, yeah. so we'll see. Um, this one's tough. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Sanford. <sighs> Colts been playing better though. It's just coming off of the buy and at home. One, know what? I hate this. I'm going to take Indy because I don't think that they lose by four. I think they lose by three or two. I'm going to take, Indy. I'm just taking Indy to win this game. Offense is finally clicking. Quentin Nelson's coming back. Jonathan Taylor looked good last week. I know they played the Texans, but dude's getting rolling. Carson Wentz looked good throwing the football down the field. I think the offense has everything rolling like they need to, and that's why they win this football game. All right. Last game. Player prop bet. Oh, last game. Let's see the last game real quick. Okay. So Saints at Seahawks. New Orleans favored by four and a half on the road, mainly just because – Russell Wilson's injured at quarterback for the Seahawks. It's going to be Geno Smith once again. I'm not believing in that. I think old uh, Jameis Winston has himself another big game. Or I shouldn't say another. Eh, maybe it is another for this year. But has a big game in prime time. We're all looking at like, damn, flex on him. Jameis, go ahead with your weird-ass workouts. Go win some football games, though. Favored by four and a half, I'm taking the Saints to do so. And we're, we have been boring this week. I also am taking the Saints. I just – it's hard to trust the Seahawks. I mean, yes, the game was pretty close against Steelers. I mean, like talking about wanting to flex games out, like getting Seattle off of pride time is key. Like last week, there was Sunday night against mm -hmm. the Steelers. This one, like when you don't have, when you don't have Russell Wilson, like honestly, nobody wants to see this team. Get out of like, here. Get out of here. So dude, how many differences do we have this game? We have one, two, three, four, five. We have five differences. Okay. Actually, that's not – that's actually – that's kind of more than I thought considering we have a ton of teams on by. We've got the Chargers, Jags, Cowboys, Bills, Vikings, Steelers, RIP to 
almost everybody's fantasy teams because like no everybody's shit. missing so many. It's insane. Like my roster yeah. looks like shit this week heading into it, but yep. um, it is what it is. So, all right, moving on into the Sunday night prop bets. Carson Wentz. We're, let's just do. Let's just do rapid fire. Carson Wentz, two hundred forty-five passing yards. Over. Also going over. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, sixty-eight rushing yards. Over. Also going over. Michael Pittman Jr., sixty-one receiving yards. Under. I'm going over. Okay. Damn. Uh, I just put starting quarterback for the Niners because I didn't want to be, I didn't know who it was going to be. So starting quarterback, whoever starts it, not who plays the longest, it's whoever starts the game, 259 passing yards. Under. I also am going under. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, 65 rushing yards. Under. I'm going over on this one. And then uh, Debo Samuel, 91 receiving yards. Over. I also am going over on that one. So okay, I also so we wouldn't have, be surprised if Brandon Ayuk has a big game this week. Um, I don't know why I just got a gut feeling. I also just put him on my fantasy team, so I'm kind of hoping he does. So maybe I'm just manifesting and saying it. Here. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, kind of all out on Ayuk this year. I, I still think he's a great player, and I think he's gonna have a good career. I'm just like, I think that there's something about this year. It's just like. It, it's going to be like late in the year that he takes off, which if they're in the playoff run, like that's great. But I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're about to get Kittle back too, given not this week, but like in what yeah. two weeks from now. So mm-hmm. anyways, so, all right, cool. So we have what two differences on this one. Yeah. So you went over or so you went under on Pittman and I went over and then Mitchell, you went under and I went over. I don't know why I guess I went over on Pittman because of the whole Bible study <laughs> thing. So, um, all right, cool. Well, that does it for us. Um, who does Texas got this weekend? Do they play this week? They on by? Doesn't freaking matter. They stink. They're not back. They've never been back. They never will be back. I'm just sad. I'm just a sad Texas fan. Especially with the uh, the old like move into the SEC. They're for sure not going to be back. No, yeah, no, it's just freaking ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Ooh, so let's on- be up this much against Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. And then shit our pants in the second half, both yeah. weeks. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, as being guys in college, you know, you're becoming a grown man. Maybe at some point you'd be tired of pooping your pants. Not these guys. They love Not it. These guys. Not Ridiculous. These guys. Yeah. Well, they're on buy, so you don't have to worry about it. Bijan so was... Robinson for Heisman, though. Um, he's he's really really good. Not even close he's to Heisman. Dud. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, totally. Keep that same energy, dog. Keep that same energy, dude. You guys are about to be four and four. Yeah, next keep running week. your mouth. Keep running your mouth. Four and four. Um, You're probably right. Yeah. I mean, you guys play Baylor. <laughs> like, you guys are going to about to be four and four. Upset alert. <laughs> could be. Could be. Um, but I will say, hey, the other last week, hey, I love the pick of taking Utah over ASU. I got you, dog. Yeah, I, I heard it. I appreciate that you um, refer to me as friend in Utah. Um, but, you know, like, you know, it is what it is. But, um, what do you I want me to refer to you as? Uh, Justin Treese, my name. Uh, my other podcast nah. host, Justin. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Okay. There's a lot of things you. I guess you could refer me to. Um, you know, that's, that's my really, fair. really, my really, really good friend. Also acceptable. My uh, my best friend in Utah. I got yeah. you. Yeah, 
I mean, you don't have to say in Utah. My best like, Utah friend, for sure. You, you literally could just take out Utah there, and, like, that also works. Like, there's so many there's so many options besides my friend in Utah. Um, you just keep listening. I got you now. But um, I'm, I'm sorry, though, at the same time. No, no, I'm just giving you a hard time. I actually don't really care, but I just, you know, I have. But to I just sure. want you to know, I threw up the U. I threw up did the you? U for you, actually. Did you? I did, actually. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Mello thought I was thought sure. I had been recording. Thought I had been recording. Uh, I had not. I, I had missed not? the record button. <laughs> yikes, <laughs> yep, so. yikes. Yikes. Yep. I actually am always afraid that I forget to push our record button. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Mello said that you were doing it with your heart and not your head. Wrong. Yep. This, this Utes team. They're back, man. They're back. They're hey. playing great. They're playing about great. fucking time. It was rough yeah. there for a minute. I mean, it, it was two rough weeks. I mean, lost well, I'll tell you what, though. Weeks. He was right. I did pick with my heart. But my heart and my head, they're in sync right now. They're together like this. They make the yeah. same decisions. Yeah. Because they mean, understand I'm, one another. I'm surprised he doesn't like the Utes more because Cam Rising is a former Texas guy. Like, he was at Texas and transferred. Yeah, he looks at it more of like, oh, you're too good to be here. See, <laughs> I think I'm not going to put words in his mouth. That's but fair. That would be I my mean, assumption. <laughs> also, to be fair, he was by, behind Ellinger, right? So he's yeah. like, I'm not going to sit around, <laughs> given he ended up having to sit at Utah too. But um, man, Cam Rising has been a stud since he's since he's become the starter, man. He he looks yep. good. So we got Oregon State this week, and then we got UCLA next, man. We are, we are primed after that ASU win to, you know, we control our own destiny to go to the Pac-12 championship, and I can't wait. I hope so because if that if that wait, Vegas, that's still an that's still an opportunity for you. We're undefeated in the Pac-12. Oh shit! I guess I didn't. Re- Our, we lost to BYU, and then we lost to San Diego State, who's also undefeated. That's um, right. But, yeah. but, ne- but neither are. Um, Who, who's also undefeated? Let's remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, they are, and and it was a triple over. To, that was actually the first time I realized that they changed. That they changed the <laughs> overtime rules in oh. college. I didn't know that they did until that game when it was in triple <laughs> overtime. And they're like, by the way, like you just you just start going for two at this point. Like you don't get tw- from the 25 yard line. You just go for it. Like you get yeah. one play. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my God. <laughs> so oh, that was fun. Hey, also, they are undefeated. <laughs> they are. I, where are they ranked right now? Now I gotta look. I want to say they're I think somewhere they're in the top 20. Yeah, I wanted to say there's top twenty-five for sure. I know that twenty-two. They're at twenty-two right now. Six and zero. Okay. And then yeah, Utah's ranked twenty-seventh technically. They got other receiving votes, but not in the top twenty-five yet. They play Oregon State this weekend. They're going to win. There will be a couple teams that lose. They'll be in the top twenty-five next week. Oh, what just happened? Who is that? Oh, Emmett just ran in here and scared me. Jesus Christ, Jeez. you you scared me. You scared me from that. Man, I had no idea he was even here. Holy smokes. Yikes, yikes. All How right. I threw this pin at him. <laughs> you should. You should. Okay. Everybody's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> We're done, everybody. We appreciate y'all. And tonight we've been talking football. <laughs> <laughs>